Hello and welcome. I'm Greg Martinelli and this is the Ag Sales Professional Podcast. And the purpose of this podcast is to make you the best salesperson or sales manager possible in agribusiness. Hey, today we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that is building your personal brand. Well, in agribusiness, we are often selling what our customers think of as a commodity. Sometimes we're called the commodity business. And the only way to differentiate that commodity can be the brand that we bring to the customer, that we bring to the farm, the brand of us personal. So today's episode is titled, Seven Ways to Build Your Personal Brand as a Sales Professional. You ever wonder what your customers maybe think of you when your name comes up in conversations or when they're driving around or when you when you call them on the phone and they look down and see your name? You ever wonder what they think? Well, that is your brand. That, that idea or concept of what they think of you is your brand. And your brand is is sometimes as important or more important than your company or your product brand. Well, you may not realize it, but you do have a brand, just like your company or the products you sell. Your customers have an image or brand in their minds when they think about you. Many companies think they own their brand. While they own the rights to the logo, their customers own their actual brand. In simple terms, a brand is just what the customer thinks of you, your products, and your company. Now, we can certainly influence that brand, but never forget the customer owns it. As a sales professional, your customers have an opinion of what it is like to do business with you, and I really mean specifically you. If you are the link to the company, then the first brand they experience is yours. Well, here are seven simple ways to affect your personal brand and differentiate yourself from your competition. The first and foremost, I think this is the quickest and easiest, is communicate faster. This one is very easy and absolutely will set you apart. Quit screening your calls. Quit waiting until Tuesday at 3 o'clock to download your emails. I know all of the work-life balance people tell you to do that. Instead, get really good at knowing how to delete time-wasting emails and responding promptly to those that are real and important. My suggested list is to focus on your manager, your top customers, and your internal support leaders. That's the trucking or delivery manager, the production manager, the customer service and administration departments. The rest of the world can wait until Tuesday at 3 o'clock, but those people get absolute speedy communication to make sure you can run your business. Now, if you answer a call from a customer and they're calling about something less important than what you're currently doing, then ask them if you can call them back. And I never take a call from one customer when I'm at another. That's obvious. But if you're not in front of a customer, take their call. If it's not that important, ask them if you can get back to them at a later date. They will love the fact that you picked up or that you sent an immediate text back that you'll call and get back to them. These actions are confidence boosters to your relationship. Customers value a live response. They want a live person responding to them versus a voicemail or an email message. Step two to building your personal brand is walk your customers all the way to the shelf. I have these experiences every day. They, they connect and remind me to what we do in our business as salespeople. Well, yesterday I was, I was looking for an ice scraper for my car at a large retail store, and I went to the automotive and the seasonal apartments where I thought most likely that's where they're going to be, but there were none. Well, walking towards the exit, I ran into an employee that was on his phone texting or talking. I can't remember what they were doing. So I stopped him and I asked him if there were any scrapers in the store. Well, he immediately opened his phone and located them on his store app, which was great. He told me the aisle number exactly where they were. And I said, hey, I've been back there and I didn't find any. 
Well, he confirmed with me that they were on the app in that aisle and then for sure they were there. He pointed in the direction and then turned around and walked away. <laughs> Needless to say, I went to that area again just in case I missed it and there were still none. Well, how many times do we or do our customer service people tell our customers how to do business with us, but don't completely help them? Examples of this might include a customer has a problem with their invoice and we tell them to call the accounting or finance department. Oftentimes, when we could have connected them on the call, we just tell them to call, talk to the finance or accounting department. How about when a customer has a question or problem with a delivery, and we tell them to call the dispatcher or trucking department? Now, I understand that you don't know exactly how to solve these problems, and that the accounting or the trucking department has the actual answers. My suggestion is that you own the problem your customer brings to you. Maybe not for every customer or every problem, but definitely your A accounts. The third step to building your brand is to refer to be referred. When I ask ag sales audiences, I'm doing a workshop or a training event, some kind, I ask them, how do your prospects find out how good it is to do business with you? The most common response is word of mouth. They all want word of mouth advertising. Well, that's another name for referral marketing. We want our customers to tell their neighbors. Now in ag, our version of Yelp recommendations happens every morning at the coffee shop when farmers gather and start talking about farming. As a salesperson, you are hoping that they will mention your name as someone that's good to do business with. Now, the struggle with word of mouth it is slow and random. My advice is to make referrals, and often your customers will return the favor quicker. Refer them to people in your network who can help them be better at their business, and they will return the favor quicker to you. Well, the fourth avenue today for developing your personal brand is connect to the COE. And COE stands for Center of Excellence. Now, my definition of Center of Excellence, it's the place your customer goes to find the absolute truth on a subject. For example, if I sell probiotics to a dairy farmer, then the COE is probably the three main universities, one in New York, one in Wisconsin, one in California, as well as a few industry experts. Now, if I'm buying grain or I'm helping a farmer market their grain, then the Center of Excellence, or the COE, is most likely one of the five grain marketing newsletter people in the industry. If you're in the grain business, you know who they are. These are the institutions or people that your customer looks to to determine their decision. Who are they for your industry? For ag lending, is it the Fed or their ag lender or the president of the local bank? For large farm equipment purchasing, is it Machinery Pete, their neighbor, or their local farm equipment store manager? Each customer is different in this area. So you have to ask them and then start to connect with these center of excellences. Now in ag, it's fairly easy to get connected or at least follow these experts on social media. Connect and get to know their opinions and biases. Now you don't have to agree with them. Some of them you may absolutely disagree with, but you should at least know their opinions on your products. Your customer is using that information to make those decisions that whether to buy from you or not. Well, the fifth way to develop your personal brand is to start telling stories. Now, this sounds interesting. There's an old saying that data tells, but a story sells. While I'm not a big fan of these quippy type things, it is one that really fits in ag sales. We are really good at selling on numbers and data and statistics, plots and everything else that we've got. And those are fun. Those are important. But too often, we're not very good at connecting the R to the I of the ROI equation effectively. Take your data and turn it into a selling story. And here's a real easy way of understanding selling stories. It's simply an example of a customer who used this product in a similar situation 
and had success with it. I'm going to say that again. It's an example of a customer who used this product in a similar situation and had success with it. Well, number six, get real or be real. Your customers want a real person, not a robot or a regurgitation of the company message. They can get that from a computer bot or your website. When delivering messages or information about your company, just talk like a real person without regurgitating the company message. This is especially true when it comes to difficult, negative, or crucial conversations. For example, might be discontinuing a product or service, raising your freight rates, or changes of any kind when we work with a farmer or producer. There is nothing wrong with the company message, and it has to be written and published, but it's got to be published nationwide. It's got to pass by legal and regulatory and everything else. However, your customers want it in your words. More importantly, they want to hear how you can help them navigate this change or the lack of this product or service. Refrain from saying something like, you know, here at Geo Global Ag, we want to provide seamless service while maintaining beneficial outcomes for all parties involved. That's a bunch of stuff that they really don't understand. You might just say, hey, we're tired of losing way too much on trucking and aren't going to subsidize it anymore. So rates are going up. If that is too difficult or too direct, then you can find something kind of less harsh or a little bit in between those two messages. However, most people who run a business understand it better than the first message. They might not like it, and they may get mad at you or chew on you a little bit, but they understand and appreciate plain, truthful talk. Well, the seventh way to develop your brand is to work on it. It is important for you to work on your brand routinely. Start by asking some of your best customers. Ask them how you're doing. What could you improve? Maybe use the start, stop, continue line of question. That's where you say, hey, what should this company or me or what would you like me to start doing, stop doing, or what would we need to continue to do? Ask two or three customers. I'm guessing you're going to start to hear a pattern. Now change for the better and build your brand. Well, how do you know when your brand is strong? What is the indicator? Well, when customers tell your managers that they do business with your company because of you, to me, that is the ultimate testimonial for your personal brand. I mean, a customer saying, I do business with your company because of Greg. That's when your brand is strong. I hope today's podcast helped you on your journey to be the best ag sales professional possible. Now, you can always access more blog articles, podcasts, and training opportunities, both virtual and in person, on my website at www.gregmartinelli.net. Thank you and have a great day.